Welcome back to another episode of Sim Sundays. We're on episode 41, and this time we get to interview a Red Bull esports driver and also someone who happens to be on, I guess, the panel, I'll say, uh, for the F1 game. Uh, mm -hmm. We didn't get to, unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of information out of him on that one, though. Well, he is a, and, and Dirk, if you're listening, this is not to slight your driving. You're a very good driver, but he is a Red Bull <laughs> content creator, oh, not a yeah. Red Bull driver. Not a Red Sport eSports uh, driver. Yeah, an e driver, Red Bull right. eSports driver. I'm not saying that he's not fast. I'm just saying that he is a content creator for Red Bull. Maybe maybe one day he'll be a driver. I don't know. But we've, you know, uh, we've been working with, with uh, Dirk for a little while now on the F1 content creator series. We're doing a little grid finder uh integration partnership thing with them which has been exciting so we've been we've been able to speak to that quite a lot and he is he's a lot of fun just talking to him about anything is a lot of fun uh, yeah so this is good his episode. personality is just infectious and you know his story is pretty amazing his because you know we've now started doing this thing where we kind of we want to find out about the people we interview mm. outside of the world of sim racing first and his story man that guy he must have more hours in his day than I have in my day because he is a busy, busy bee. Yeah. That's for sure. He is not uh, a man who suffers boredom whatsoever. No, no. probably. Yeah. What's the opposite of boredom? Excitement. Overwhelming. Yeah. Overwhelmed? He's constantly engaged. He's a, a constantly, constantly stimulated. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the episode. There's some really cool bits about like how content creators interact with these big brands once they uh quote unquote make it so enjoy the show thanks for being on the show today dirk we've just decided that we're calling you dirk or at least i have <laughs> stay <laughs> no. on brand you know stay on brand let people find me a little bit easier if they need to if they need to do some research now it's a pleasure to be on um apologies i was a bit tardy today i, I double booked because I forgot another world existed for me. Um, well, that's okay. But it's, uh, it's Tom nice is to the king here. of double booking, uh, <laughs> at least for Sim Sundays. I've I've noticed yeah. in the past. So you are that was good one time go. I was really gutted last week. I missed the Dan Suzuki episode because I was yes. in San Francisco and I got my time zones messed up. Well, time zones and day. So even if it was the right day, it would have also been late. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I was really sad to miss that one. But I haven't missed this one. I haven't missed this one. And um, Dirk, I um, just want to put this out there, right? So I was loading up a load of tabs earlier, you know, your YouTube, your Twitter, your LinkedIn, your Instagram, just to have a little look through just to kind of, you know, remind myself of everything you've done. Um, and Twitter has really entertained me. So I've I've gone onto your uh, your Twitter page, oh, um, and it's it's obviously got your header and your name and blah, Red Bull Racing content creator, Twitch partner, blah blah blah. And then you know down the side, it says you might like, and it's you might like create a series. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, James Baldwin. Oh, okay, and F one trolls. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't uh, say I'm that far on their level. How does that make you feel? Uh, you know what? Good. It means I'm doing something right. Uh, I am the least serious person, I think, um, when on the F1 side of things. Like these, I 
the guys that stream F1, they are there's some hardcore guys on there. Mm -hmm. And for me, I am the least serious. Yesterday, I was thinking I was, I was, I was seeing the Spice Girls on the stream at one point. Um, <laughs> nice. So With I, DMCA. DMCA. Oh, <laughs> no music could be heard. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> oh, could it? And, uh, it was a uh, wannabe. Uh, someone just said, um, I said I was going to put on some bangers and someone said Spice Girls. And I was like, all right, then. <laughs> There you go. Slapped it on. Nice. What what is this whilst you're racing? What was uh, what was wanna be an accompaniment to? Which track? Because I want to know if it goes. It was me saying, right, boys, if we get serious with this, let me uh, let me put some bangers on so I can concentrate. So that, that came on. So it was just before the race, just to get me in the mood. Um before I start, like actually do because I do long races as well. I don't do short races. Mine are usually quite sweaty. Why? Oh, okay. Why do you why do you prefer long races? I don't. So I used to do. So if if you for anyone that watches this or plays the games, especially for the guys on Twitch, people do love their five lap lobbies or mm. maybe twenty five percent races. They're quick, you know. You get through quite a lot of tracks, and I used to do it quite a lot. Um, and then I did an one hundred percent race, and I was like, this is just way more a bit of me. I just I mm, like okay. that side of it. It's long. You have to think differently about how you drive. It's not about just going quick you have to be consistent um strategy comes into play and a lot more can happen with it and i just thought you know what i really enjoy this more than having to churn through loads of races so i only get through like one or two races a stream not, not oh, much wow. what happens what happens then right so i did a little bit of streaming a little bit not very much a little bit right i just yeah. i dabbled i dabbled and um <laughs> the worst thing even on like a five lap race the worst thing that can happen is and an online five lap race you go into turn one and you lose a wheel and you're like ah oh. so now i've got these four people watching me and i need to somehow <laughs> i need to somehow either watch this race as a spectator for the next four and a half laps or i need to back out of the lobby find yeah. a new lobby get in which on f1 is it's not an easy process it's like not. <laughs> so yeah. is there not a risk if you do a hundred percent race and Either you lose a wheel or you lose a front wing and then you're racing around on your own. Like, how do you, how do you deal with that? So uh, I'm going to answer your question with another question. Oh, politician. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's say you're doing a 100% race and it's 60 laps and you DNF on lap 59. Which one do you prefer? Ooh. What, as in what would I prefer to DNF on lap one or to DNF on lap 59? Yeah. So if I had, so my, for my four viewers who'd have been watching, yeah. I'd have preferred lap 59, right? Because then they're, they're, they've committed you. and there's a bit of drama at the end, right? But it would have killed me inside. Yeah. Especially, you know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's like an hour and a half so, on those tracks, right? It's, there's, so yeah, it's, it's a, there's the risk factor, which is again, part of the fun <laughs> of the 100% Playing with fire, element. man. Playing with fire, so you can definitely DNF on lap one. So, you know, as you know, we, I do uh, run the creator series, and that's 100% races. You have drivers mm. like Dale who DNF in lap one uh, <laughs> of a race. Yeah, it's mostly Dale. Uh, <laughs> so, you DNF in lap one, it's like, what are you going to do now? for Because it's like two hour long races. They're yeah, long. Yeah, he's going to like spectate. Yeah. So, so is, okay, this is now this is now a watch along. Basically, right. it can turn into a watch along. Some people are like, oh, all right, okay, I guess plan B, let's go and do something with the community and do some stuff with them. So it depends on who you are. Some people might end their stream. Um, but yeah, it's that's that's the part of the fun, though. It's just kind of like, 
you need to manage that risk to make sure one, you don't DNF one lap one, but two, you make it to the end of the race because making it to the end of a 100% race alone is is genuinely an achievement. Um, oh yeah, because it it's hard. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's really hard. So much focus needs to be gone. It usually like you get about 78 percent through the race, and then your brain just goes away. Mm. <laughs> I wanna I, I do wanna dive into the F1 content creator series because I've said this to you many times before, but it is my favorite thing to watch on on Twitch, and for many many reasons. But I'm not gonna say. I want to talk about it later and then talk about all things I want to talk about now so that <laughs> I have to cover them again later, which is often what I do. Um, but I want to go, I want to go back to the, I want to go back to the beginning. Young oh, Dirk, yeah. young Dirk's at school. What's oh, young Dirk at school thoughts. like? What's he doing? What does he like to do? And oh. was there a, was there like a twinkle in young Dirk's eye that was motorsport and sim racing? No, he's shaking his head. <laughs> I don't know if you're shaking your head at what I'm saying or the question. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I, okay, we dive that far back. I, yeah, we're going all the way. I've had a, a strange upbringing, um, I guess, because I'm not actually English born. So I, I, uh, I migrated over when I was very, very, very little, like six years old. And um, during school, all the way up to university, I was into my sports. I played football um, a hell of a lot. I played at a decent level, went to university on a, on a football scholarship, actually. Um, and there oh, wow. I played um, and I stopped it then. But at the same time, I also did a lot of water activity. I was a water activity instructor. I could sail, kayak, canoe. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So you got university. into university on a football scholarship. And then well, when you got to university, you stopped playing football. <laughs> <laughs> Did the university keep right. the receipt for that scholarship? So, I'd be furious. <laughs> I, before, I wasn't going to go to university. Um, what happened was um, I, I played, I tried to, I, I, I tried out for a few teams, uh, Premier League teams, um, and I missed out by the narrowest margins. And it was a question of, okay, I have to commit to either football for another year and see if I can get in or go mm. academically. So I went to focus on studies um, and I went to university to study uh, a course called air transport management. It's an aviation business degree. Um, but and the choices that I had, one of them was Loughborough University and they are the mm. number one university for sport in the, in the world. Yeah. So when you kind of line up studies and then sports and they kind of know, know that you play football, they just kind of go, oh, okay, come, come and give you a, 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 a sponsorship, a scholarship. Um, so that's how it happened. But you get there and you think you're good <laughs> and everyone else is good. And then you're like, oh my God, this is, I, I, I played for a couple of weeks, maybe two months at most. And the level that these guys play yeah. at, it's like, imagine you're at 100%, but you have to stay at that level the whole time. It is crazy. So it just kind of clicked that I, for me to ever make it into football, I, to play on that level the whole time, it's going to be so, so difficult. Um, okay. And I just kind of went, it's not going to work. So I'm just going to stop. I still play football. I just kind of stopped playing at that level. Mm. Um, so I like you didn't, maybe didn't love it enough or as much uh, as you thought you did i loved the game it was just okay. i just accepted the fact that the the level jump okay. to get to the next stage it was was i think just outside of my reach as much as i would have loved to it was just outside so i didn't really yeah. work um and then i picked up judo <laughs> of course <laughs> so I, I competed at that uh, national not nationally yeah, national national level i guess the highest um got a good few medals 
Um, and then it's it, so, but at the same time, Motorsports was something like you know, I I I didn't get a chance to watch it until really post university. I played games, I played the F one game since F one twenty thirteen, so it was always there. But it really stemmed from because after university, you go into the real world, and the real world is very different from university. Um, it's all work, no play. Um, so I'm, I've always been a gamer. And mm. me and a bunch of friends started streaming uh, League of Legends, actually, and okay. then Valorant. Oh, nice. um, so that was the first first thing I started streaming. Um, and then after that, we're trying to grow. And a friend of mine basically suggested that I try and stream F1 instead of everything else. Oh. And that's kind of how it started. And I found that community was just so welcoming. Everyone just tried to help you. Um, I really enjoyed the racing aspect of it. And it was just like a really nice getaway from the work world. Mm. And then since then, I just stuck at it. And here we are. <laughs> you know, the the difference between like a League of Legends or a, I'm assuming Valorant or any shooter versus a sim racing community is night oh, and day. <laughs> so <laughs> shooters and... and I'm assuming League of Legends are very toxic communities oh, yeah. and people will literally yeah. stop in your chat just to be mean and that's it. That's the only Do you know what? It's it's somewhat it's somewhat so accepted now that I remember I hadn't played League for a while uh, and Valorant for a while, but I remember I jumped back into League just one game and it was instant toxicity like yep. the worst things and i was like ah nothing's changed yeah um, I, I had the similar situation with rainbow six siege because i yeah. loved that game when it first came out and then it just kind of fell off after a while i moved on to other games or whatever right so i went back to rainbow six siege and i experienced the same thing like the first map that i got loaded into i got kicked instantly and i was like maybe they're just running a team or something like that yeah and then the next one I didn't wipe the rest of the team, but all my team died. So they kicked me because of that. And I'm just like, what is going on here? <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like CSGO, clutch or kick. <laughs> yeah, clutch or kick. I can't even play the game because, well, they died first. So how am I the worst one out of this equation here? But, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. But it, just FPS games are, are brilliant for that. The Valorant really is somewhat, are. I think it's Riot Games in general, but Valorant is, is, a, is an interesting one because you know what you're going to get. And sometimes okay. you'll go in and everyone's mean, like saying the worst things to each other. End, end of the game, so like, oh, great game, guys. We enjoyed, I really enjoy playing with you all. <laughs> it's like the have fun. <laughs> it's like you, you go in, You're just now, like tears streaming down your face. Like, this is the worst <laughs> experience ever. But it's 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 somewhat knowledgeable. It's like you know what you're getting, but you either take it or give it back. And at the end of the day, you're all there. Just some sometimes when you get the right people, you know what you're getting and yeah. you know you're giving it, but. You just you know it's just all good fun at the end. Sometimes, not all the time. But right before we before we move on from from uni days and these early days of streaming, I have a question. Okay, because Maybe. some I haven't been able to get past something. Um, you are the only person I've ever met who studied air transport management at university. What is that, and why? Like, why <laughs> when you were a kid were you like, you know what, I want to do? air transport it's because in my head i'm thinking like microsoft flight <laughs> simulator or like the top gun games or like yeah uh, what was it ace combat i used to love mm -hmm. ace combat as a kid and i can imagine these games perhaps making me want to go and fly yeah or do flight management so i was a cadet when i was younger i was an air cadet 
Um, and I learned to fly uh, when I was very young. Not very young, that's a lie. When I was like 17, 18 years old, um, I got a chance and I was very good at it. And then I got, I got hit with the bug. Only problem is, if anyone that knows the aviation industry to be a pilot, you need mm. an absolute fortune. Um, yeah. So in my head, I went, I need to find and get into the best job I can possibly get while still enjoying the industry and kind of save up. The saving up part never worked out, by the way, but save up to <laughs> be you know, to be a pilot at the end of the day. Um, mm. So it was, you know, I, I didn't want to, I wasn't smart enough to, to study aero range. I, I just wasn't. Um, I accepted that, but business, I could do. Um, so we studied, sure. studied that, and it's uh, yeah, it was just it's an aviation degree. Um, at the end of the day, and it was just to mm. line up the other one, and it, it worked out. Don't get me wrong, I ended yeah. up in the industry. Um, actually, it's a used cool to job. the job. Well, yeah, <laughs> I used to charter private jets. Uh, <laughs> it sounds pretty just, cool. Well, yeah. Also, the name of this company, Veloxus, Veloxus, it it just oods class. I can't even say it because I I, I don't know Latin, right? So I don't don't know how to pronounce this, but I imagine like if I'd been to Eton and knew Latin, I'd be able to say this, but it's Veloxus. Yeah, my friends, if they ever listen to this, will be mocking me because I used to answer that phone. Even when I'm stream, hello, Veloxus Dickens speaking, like it was, it was, it became a meme between my friends. Um, but yeah, I used to, I used to, that was my, that was my first job out of, out of university, which is, yeah, it's a bit of a, but I worked like an absolute workaholic. I worked 24 seven. It was grim. I worked every day of my life. Mm. But did you enjoy it? I loved it. I honestly did. Um, what's, what's there to complain about, about messing around? Basically they just give you loads of jets and they go sell these. If you're good at selling them, all you're doing is just messing around with jets all the time. It's just, you know, you've got your client base and, you know, when you've got, I'm quite extroverted, as you may kind of discover very quickly. Um, So when you've got a client base, that's just like, yeah, I don't do any of this business stuff. Just call me if you need, if you need to fly somewhere. And then it just becomes that. It's like, Dick, I need to fly somewhere. Yeah, sure. I'll sort you out. Let me see what I can do. That's nuts. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Jet will pick you up at this place at this time. I'll be there to... Also, I imagine, right, it's probably not too much of a stretch for me to assume that if you're the sort of person who's even considering chartering a flight rather than just like, you know, booking a seat on a flight that's already (laughs) planned, then you've probably got enough money to afford it. And so the sales part of that job is probably... (laughs) It was, uh, you know what? It wasn't as lucrative as you'd think it was. Uh, Just because the, the, the business takes the most of it. But... As a first job out of university, mm, okay, that's pretty yeah. sweet. <laughs> it <laughs> was it was very very good. I, I I hit the nail on the head when I left university, uh, but I lived in London at the same time, so I balanced out. Well, I mean, you and you and I both started off our careers trying to be pilots, and we both ended up in sim racing. So look, maybe <laughs> maybe there's something in that. <laughs> ah, I didn't know about that. Don't yeah, I actually uh, yeah. actually joined. Well, I was I went to the careers office, joined the army. I was in the army yeah. cadets as, at school, but the um, the recruiting officer wasn't in. So the navy recruiting officer came out and said, "Do you want to fly jets?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll fly jets." And well, then well. I got I got. Uh, few months into the training flew some grobs and then they scrapped all the jets so i <laughs> drove ships instead so but i do have a question about mm. flying though uh since so i flew that grob back in 2010 
yes, the Grub Tutor, and we did tail chasing, aerobatics, like formation, takeoff and land. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, but I've never forgotten it. Never. Like it was a life changing experience. And I am now deep, deep, deep into the Amazon pit of flight simulator gear Ooh. that I'm very tempted to, uh, to invest in. So my question is, have you dabbled in any flight simulation? This is technically still Sim Sundays. Sim. We never said it was racing Sims. <laughs> you can race jets, right? We, de- we definitely did. <laughs> I've had every single one since F- my flight simulator 2004. Oh, so the answer is yes. Yeah, I've been in it for a while. <laughs> You've dabbled. Yeah, I've dabbled you have in dabbled. And do, so and do you stream it? I did a little bit, but I've been and they're pestering me to do it. So I do, if you know, I do Vatsim um, and stuff like that. So the right. Vatsim, if, you, if anyone doesn't know, it's... Um, so I was looking at Armour 3 and DCS was about as, as hardcore as I found. DCS is the pinnacle of flight sim mm. and combat flight simulation. Um, uh, I play DCS and I play flight sim uh, a lot. Like, if I'm not racing, I'm flying. Okay, okay. Right. I'm going to be all... <laughs> I'm going to be in your DMs in, right, for the next few we'll weeks asking a, for recommendations. We'll because... do a shared cockpit shared flight or we can jump into Let's DCS do and do it. some, do some combat flight. Me. I, I, I would be all the happy to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad we've covered that for my own, like, personal selfish reasons. I'm very, very excited um, for this podcast to now end so I can <laughs> ask you loads of questions about flying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay man. so let's um let's let's fast forward a little bit right because lots and lots of people have tried streaming lots of people have dabbled in streaming yeah. you did a bit of f1 with your friends um you said um you're now a freaking red bull racing content creator okay so i'm assuming there's a few steps between oh i tried some streaming with some friends <laughs> and you're now right. a red bull racing content creator like like how did yeah. how has that happened I don't know. I got lucky. Oh, <laughs> I come got on. lucky. Come on. No, don't be modest. So, uh, it's I got lucky. I'll I'll be honest. It's uh, a lot of things lined up for me. You know what? There was the person that, that got me um in. His name's Luke. Um top bloke. He he's the one that that started off me with Red Bull. And I said to him I got lucky. And he said to me that you engineer your own luck. And it's something that stuck with me quite a lot. You engineer your, your own luck. If you're sat there on the sofa doing absolutely nothing, nothing's going to happen. But if you're always constantly working towards something, the chances of something working out for you skyrocket. Mm. Um, and that's really struck with me. So I think it for me, it's, I, I have got lucky, but at the same time, I've always kind of been in a position where things can kind of line very nicely to work out that way. And, in this case, the alignment was I had a good friend, Marcel Kiefer, that was at Red Bull. That was an eSports route for Red Bull. Had a, yeah. a good friend, F1 Ellie, that joined Red Bull. Um, yeah. They both were saying, you should look at him. You should get him in. <laughs> then work knows that I really like Formula One. Then they took me to a Formula One event because I had a good, I had good, good quarter. So they're like, this is your reward. And it just happens that that weekend, Red Bull Racing, Marcel and Ellie were at Silverstone. And I was like, let me go link up with them. Let me go chat and just catch up. They just happened to be streaming and Red Bull just happened to be watching. (laughs) That was the line of events that led up to them going, (laughs) oh, they got along really well. Let's let's see if we can. And honestly, I just got a DM saying you look good in, uh, in, in, in Red Bull. And I was like, 
Uh, they said you'd look really good in Red Bull, and I was like, I think I'd, real, I'd look really good in a Red Bull as well. And that's <laughs> the whole series of events that led to it. So that's such a cool story. But uh, but Luke was right. You engineer your own luck. You put yourself in those positions. Like you made an effort to go and then go and yeah. meet them when you were actually there at the track, and then you hung around while they were still streaming. Like yeah, it's just good for you, man. I got lucky, <laughs> but it's as I said, it's it's an engineer, it's engineered luck. Um, and for me now, it's it's weird because this was the end goal, but it's not. It's the start of everything else. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah. I'm in a position where, for the first time since I started streaming, I'm comfortable, which sounds wrong, but I mean comfortable in that I'm happy where I am. I, I know that there's loads of doors that have been opened for me, and I'm constantly trying to smash them down to see what's on the other side. Mm. <clears throat> and um, I'm trying my best to now try and give back into the community that gave me quite a lot both mentally and with streaming um because it's always like my mental escape hence why i do it it's like when i'm stressed yeah. with work i go stream i forget everything i come back i can deal with it mm-hmm. um so now it's just with in the position that i am i am just trying my best to showcase what other creators can do and um i don't know if you saw on twitter but mr dale je he had his daughter on stream once and i was pestering red bull i was like you need to because they're red bull fan they're a red bull family and i was like you need to see this you need to, this is the cutest thing little three-year-old and his son are like they're all driving together and oh, it's beautiful I'm watching it now that's amazing and yeah that's very cool they saw it they loved it we got her on stream with us um so we had dale his and his daughter she she drove she won monaco by the way what? she was right it was crazy i was like this is amazing and it's gotten all the way to the top. Christian Horner sent them a video, just um, giving them some love and praise. And and I'm just there thinking, like, we are the people that are with, with F1 teams as content creators have got so much possibilities of what they can do. And that's just all I'm trying to do now. That's very cool. That yeah, is, that's, that's, some, that's some serious, wholesome content. And it's actually, beautiful. It is beautiful. And I was about to ask, actually, like, so I've watched a lot of your streams and so I've seen stuff that you do and I've seen the stuff that you do for the F1 content creator series and you wear the Red Bull uh, merch, right? Or might be not merch, like the kit. Um, you're wearing it proudly now. Um, <laughs> but what, is it, what does it actually mean to be like a Red Bull racing content creator? Oof. Like, what, How does your week look different to an independent streamer? Like, do the, yeah. how, do you have to do anything different or do you have any like commitments? So... There are commitments with Red Bull. Um, there are certain, you know, I have to make sure I'm active, basically. The, my contract is very um, open to, to interpretation in terms of what I can do. But, you know, it's just making sure that I stay active and, and stay in a space where I can still be seen. Because at the end of the day, it's marketing. Um, right. Like, mm. at, at the end of everything, it is marketing. But um, for me... And what I proposed and how I've positioned myself is I can put eyes on the team where esports, especially for Formula One, it's seasonal and it's only once yeah. a year. Yeah. The rest of the year, nothing's going on. So why not have someone on board that can consistently be putting eyes and doing activities? And it's not just me, it's Ellie Pondon as well. Um, Pondon actually right now is in Austria, Australia. He is Australia. 
Australian anyway, but he's at the Australian Grand Prix covering some some Very content cool. for them. Be live streaming for them. And that kind of intertwines with Red Bull Racing, but with the esports team, just to showcase the whole the whole picture. So hmm. it's a lot of for me, the best thing is that you have access to the teams and they actually want to help kind of showcase more. And we can, you know, as a <laughs> fan, I want to show way yeah. more than what we can actually see just on f1 tv or sky sports or wherever you watch it so it's just giving that that access um so in that in comparison to independent independent team is just access access to to f1 because it is such a high barrier of entry mm. to see anything behind it so why not just showcase what we can what we can't normally see but what people would love to see does it does it make you feel differently about what you're doing knowing that you're now doing it as a representative of something else when you start off you're doing it and it's very much you streaming for you for your community and 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 now it is is there any sense that that's been diluted at all no <laughs> no <laughs> no like i everyone that's watched me will know where like my stances are how how i i'm very expressive let's say mm -hmm. um, you don't tone it down I don't tone it down. I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I do now. Before I didn't. But um, no, it's you. At the end of the day, I'm part of Red Bull Racing. Um, and Which is a cool thing to say, right? It's It doesn't sound real, honestly. But it's with that comes the, the fact that, you know, I'm part of the team, essentially. They have been... They, they get a lot of negative outlook on a lot of stuff. But they have been so welcoming. And they understand what we do um on the content creation space and mm. they want to help as much as they can and with red bull racing as well it also opens up red the whole red bull family and i've got yeah. red bull uk that that keep an eye on the comment and stuff and it's crazy it's like wow. crazy you know what so, they also have go on they also have an aerobatics team right they do i've mentioned like, that. so i mean i think there's a legitimate there's a legitimate crossover there for some streaming yeah I, I mean, there's some, you could, there's some flying in here somewhere. <laughs> they asked me if there was like, if you can, if you could do anything uh, else, what would you be doing? And I was like, oh, I'd be a pilot for the, for the, for, as a, you know, as, as a Red Bull test or Red Bull racing, uh, aero, aero team, like one of them guys, cause that they have the coolest thing. I'd do it in a heartbeat if it came yeah. up. It looks nuts, doesn't it? It's crazy. Um, and they've got the museum as well in, in Spiel, is it Spielberg? I think it is um but at the at the at the base so mm -hmm. i want to go there it's just there's a lot of it's things that have lined up nice there's content to be made I'd, like if they said there's an air race going do you want to go i'd be like a hundred percent i'm there yeah. why, why no, no way of saying no um but yeah it's just access and they've been very welcoming and they've they've within the time that i've been with them they've given me a hell of a lot um and it's just everyone in there is lovely as well mm. uh, like, so, but, but i can't go into that in a bit more detail then like what what have they given you like do you, do you have like a because i'm really intrigued by how this works is there like a team meeting like where all the content creators <laughs> from red bull get together on a monday morning it's like right guys we're doing this week <laughs> and make sure you fill out this uh, health and safety documentation and have you all filled yeah. in your holiday leave for august and uh, do you know what i mean like I know like how mean. how kind of procedural is it um so I had this conversation with a, with a couple of the content creators, myself, uh, friends of mine. It's very, it's led by us um, mm. for the most part. What people 
I think assumers, they know what they want and they know what they want to do, but mm-hmm. they don't. They have an idea, but when it comes to content creation, people forget that we're the creative ones. We're the ones that try and figure out what's going to work best. Yeah, you know, we're not always right, True. but we're trying. So we're there to make basically go we need to do this this and this this will be great this will this will pop off this will this will like let's do i don't know for example the irl streams that they do all the time stemmed from ellie wanting to do irl streams and now they're like oh that works really well now we're gonna bring that on board and do that more um i've got my own ideas that i'm bringing on um which i don't want to say just yet because i don't know if i'm allowed to but (sighs) top secret we've got (laughs) got ideas that i'm like this will work really well and we should be banging this out like like Mm. all the time and they've they've, they don't say they've never said no to me as of yet everything that i've come forward and said i'd like to this i want to try this they've just gone okay let's try it and that's what i love about them like so when you say red bull esports and red bull creative team and stuff like that you think okay there's going to be a very strict like this is my weekly schedule. I have to do it this way mm, because yeah. a lot of time when you hear about these partners and things that sign up with, say, Twitch, yeah, they're very specific on you have That's to stream descriptive. this many hours, you have to do this many socials, you have to do this many events, and it just feels like that's the general way that most corporate level streaming and creative teams would be. But yeah. it's really refreshing to hear that like you actually still get to be creative that's got to be very motivating for you as well because now yeah it's like a an open whiteboard and you can do anything you want and they'll exactly. they'll be on board with it that's amazing that's, that's why i am very because i don't think it happens with a lot of teams as well um i think with red Bull racing they they know that the extremes are one, some, some some of the things i do best and some sometimes try and do things outside the book is 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 deep. i did a stream live stream watching the f1 esports bear in mind in their operations room operations site room for red That's bull cool. wow. weekends that all the engineers and staff go into mm. to like to they're, like, they're just like but to be fair they said don't go into that room but do it from the outside so we went to the room anyway and did it and it was like <laughs> it was brilliant um and it was just like well let's see let's see what happens here and um the the the, the management were watching it and they were like we absolutely love this 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 is great we should do this, more of this so it's for me i think what's great is they there isn't a benchmark because there haven't been too many other well, there haven't been there's only been one other person prior or two other people prior that have been doing okay. stuff for me when, yeah. it come, when it comes to create content i can just say let's try this if it works it works great if it doesn't it's fine we'll try something different um but they're always they're always down to at least try it um which is great. And so far, it's been, it's been working out. But they have their own stuff. They have their own agenda as well. They're, mm, you know, they have their own events that I've been, I'm asked to go to or um, stuff that they want me to, to cover content-wise, which is absolutely fine. But when I'm not doing it, that... It feels I, like those events, though, being a fan of Red Bull and their overall you know, esports and sports in general... Yeah. There are events that you'd want to go to anyway. So they're like, hey, will yeah. you come to whatever this event may be? And you're like, well, yeah, I kind of wanted to anyway. So yes, please not bring boring. me there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, it's never going to be boring. Um, I think one of the first things I did for, for them as, as soon as I knew, I did, a, I did one watch along stream for F1 Esports. And then the second thing I did was a presentation in front of like Red Bull Gaming Global. And like I had That's to cool. do it. And I was like, 
but they caught me off guard. They were like, oh, yeah, just introduce yourself. Ended up being mm-hmm. full a full thing, and now it just caught me off guard. It was like but... a George Russell-style PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> yeah, it really was. In the middle of the, of the Red Bull uh, Racing Museum as well with all the cars, and I was like, this is, this is crazy. Um, so, yeah, it it's just like, a whole new world. It sounds like there's a lot, right? It sounds like... This is, it sounds like this is a full-time job, except it's not a full-time job. How come? Uh, right. Good question. And I think for streamers and content creators in general, the end goal is to make it a full-time job. Mm. Um, I am someone that likes to always be busy, um, always likes to be doing something. Um, pretty sure you just added me on LinkedIn not too long ago, and you see that I I have got a full time job um, yes. doing other things, but you do a I, lot as well. I've noticed that you 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 know you seems like you volunteer for a lot. You do you you do a lot of courses. You're doing a, a degree at the moment. Like, yeah, you've, you've been on <laughs> wow. like all the way through like a university. You were on the students' union. You remember this board of trustees, this subcommittee yeah. of that, the affairs committee. Like so, yeah, you're quite clearly somebody who likes to be kept busy, busy. evenings, yeah. weekends. If I'm not doing something, I feel like I'm absolutely wasting my time. So during the day, I am in meetings, doing my job, day-to-day job. as, as absolutely fine. I actually don't even talk about content creation during it at all. It's just completely separate life. And as soon as I'm not doing work, I'm doing that. Um, so my day to, my week can be a week in the office. I work remotely, so I can be, I'm in the office, I'm doing meetings, I'm doing my job. And then, like, for example, in... Uh, during the Silverstone Grand Prix, it'll be doing my job during the week, meetings, office, get my Red Bull stuff on, go to Silverstone, cover Silverstone Grand Prix with them, um, just do interviews, paddock stuff, content, and on Monday back to work. <laughs> but during that as well, in the evenings, I'm still streaming. So- and, <laughs> sorry, go on, Chris. Are some of the other content creators full-time on it? Or is it most of them also do their full-time jobs? And I ask because, you know, a lot of the the budding streamers that are coming up through Twitch, their whole dream would be like, oh, if Red Bull would sign me, I could do this full-time and this would be yeah. my job and I don't have to have that day job. But is it something that some of the creators are actually doing full-time? Some of the creators I know um, are full-time streamers. Okay. It's the main thing, main source of income. And um, a couple of the guys I know uh, have got full-time jobs as well. Um I think it just depends on the type of person you are. And I think it also depends on the circumstances that you're in, depending on whether you can like kind of Mm. be free to to do so. Um, For me, I, I know this is not going to be for the rest of my life. I know in, you know, especially with like with the culture that we live in, it's very, I could get canceled tomorrow. And then it's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, and I'm in a mess. So I always like to know in my head, I'm always saying in three, two three years time it could all stop sure but i still work full time i've still got qualifications i'm doing my degrees so for me i'm never going to be in, well hopefully um i'm never going to be in a situation where i'm in trouble i've always got you know something else i can, I can go back <laughs> well, to. i was about to say you're never going to be bored because <laughs> well <laughs> because you've got a full-time job okay and you're studying for a degree yeah. And you're a Red Bull Racing uh, content creator. Yeah. And that wasn't enough. Um, so you decided that you're also going to start the F1 content creator series because obviously yeah. you had like, I don't know, 
30 minutes here, 45 minutes there. Right. I, I, you know, like, yeah. I don't know where you find this time, but you're like, obviously, I need to I need to cram more stuff in. So tell us how the F1 content creator series started. Great. Yeah. Well, so I used to do a lot of league racing. Used to be the key thing. And then I got annoyed with it because politics internally, people arguing. It ruins the fun out of racing because suddenly you become, oh, I just really want to race and just enjoy gaming to, I really like don't want to be screwed over in this league. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's emotions get involved. So I stopped all league racing. I, was, I got contacted by an external third party that said, oh, we can organize your own league if you want. And we took that on. Didn't really work out. Uh, basically what happened is um, <laughs> all the drivers just put a, like just create a coup and just what? went do this yourself or don't we like just run it yourself don't i don't we don't want to do it with with this this company or do it yourself and i was like i i don't really don't want to <laughs> i have got the time <laughs> like can someone else do it and they're like no you have to do it so then we created it was called the choco choco league before and it was just me wanting to do 100 percent full races 100 percent qualifying um, and just race on a weekend just because I really enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah. But what happened was, you know, I had a few friends that were content creators that did it. And then a couple more were like, oh, this looks fun. Let me get involved. And then more and more and more wanted to get involved. Then at the end, I think halfway through the season, we just went, let's just call it the creative series or something. Let's just rebrand it and let's just see if we can make content out of it. Because at the time, the game, the Twitch scene was dying. And yeah. people are just losing love for the game. So um, we just went, okay, well, let's all do it. And let's just try and make content out of it. I just didn't realize it would go so well. Yeah. <laughs> I really <laughs> did not realize it would go so well. So what happened was rebranded. We created the Twitch account. We got... Um, Dubai was already a, a commentator before. We had Vince as well. Vince went off to Canada um, for a month. During that time, we branded. We got George Morgan, and and you've done a superstar with an absolute that absolute guy is living his dream at the moment. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Quality. So we got two uh, commentators and Gareth Allen as well, who's another one. So we've got three commentators that are absolutely brilliant um, at what they do. So we've got that. We've got all the creators who all stream. So I think we've got like eighteen creators in there that all stream, and we're all in voice chat, and it's meant to be just chill. And it's just ended up becoming this absolute sweaty series of some of the best drivers and creators in there. But what's crazy is the racing is the best racing that I've ever had. But I think it's because no one wants to bin it. So we like right. give each other just enough room. But we're, we're within like a, we're all with, if you look at the qualifying times, like a couple of tenths splits, it's crazy. Well, it's because it's being watched and everybody's being watched from their own point of view as well. Yeah. So yeah. you can't get away with a dive bomb because people can flip between the streams and see out. exactly yeah. what's happened. <laughs> no one's and they can even hear your emotions when you're going in. <laughs> I had I had my moment this weekend. I absolutely, I just lost my After telling everyone to calm down, I lost it. And I was like, oh, great. Um, but yeah. yeah I, enjoyed just... your, I enjoyed your DM to all the content creators. It was like, Calm like down. Pa Papa content creator telling off all the kiddie content creators for all getting angry in the voice chat. <laughs> uh, but it's all love at the end of the day. It's, but it's just, it's just now there's just 
it's just all these egos. Bear in mind, there's nothing at the end of this. It's not like you win a trophy or money to acquire. It's just ego. All of it is just ego. Who's the fastest of the week? Who's doing better? Me and my teammate of like, um, every week are just going at it in voice chat. Who's better? Who's better? So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's. But it's also some of the most fun I've had on the game ever as well because it's just become a load of mates racing together. Um, it just happens that we all stream. Right. Yeah, that does sound like that does sound like the dream. Actually, it's kind of like the the, the perfect happy medium. You kind of all being held to account because mm -hmm. you're all streaming, right? Yeah. But you still get that competitive edge. It's it's almost like it 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 can only be recreated in a league that has a good stream. So a lot of leagues now yeah. will stream. They'll have their broadcast. They'll have a commentator. And I think as soon as you have a commentator. I think automatically. I don't know the stats on this. I haven't done. The, I haven't crunched the numbers, but I reckon a league that has a commentator is thirty to forty percent cleaner than a league without. Because well, no one wants to it. get called out, and then you know yeah. it gets clipped and shared mm -hmm. and put out there, and you know you well, you start to makes... make a bad name for yourself. Yeah. You know, the commentator almost becomes the umpire. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sometimes well, it makes for some of the best numbers, though. I had a I had a moment with GB. Uh, and he rear-ended me into the pits. I ended up in a wall and DNF'd during a safety car. And I just Ooh. lost my mind. Um, <laughs> it's got like a million views. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm clipping this and I'm going to make you famous. Don't you worry about that. Um, uh, nice. Yeah. I know it's Tom Brower's, uh, the, the, the Tom Brower's clips that do the best are always the one where he just shouts no. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> essentially, Tom Brower just has to like, even if it's not a crash, even if he just spins it, he just puts his yeah. foot on the accelerator too much, spins it on the exit to a corner and shouts no. No. I've got yeah. a million hits. People just love Tom well, shouting no. <laughs> to be honest with you, coming from like a driver's point of view, it's nice to see the high level drivers have those situations that you've been in 10,000 times yourself where you're like, yeah. oh, they're just like me. Okay. They get frustrated. <laughs> they get put into a wall. They get rear ended. Ah, <laughs> yeah. it's relatable now. It's just so much better to feel like you're not alone. That guy that gets punted off the track every single race that you're in, you know? People it's, love it's, it when things go wrong. It's drama. It's it's amusing to see other people's drama sometimes so that you're like, ah, that wasn't me this time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, for most of us, it is okay. It's us every single week, but it's, yeah. it's all fun. Well, um, sim racing, it's, uh, it's most of the time when, because I'm an iRacing guy, so most of my races end up with some kind of frustration in there because someone did something or yeah. I did something, whatever it may be. So it's like you're always searching for that perfect race where you're like, no incidents came out in second or first yeah. or wherever I might have been. That was a fabulous race. But it's almost like the the drive to continue racing is just to find that perfect lap, if you will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I love iRacing, um, but mostly for the voice chat as well because you okay. get some quality voice yes. oh my mm -hmm. god you um, definitely i bet as a, as a content creator you got to keep that mute button for <laughs> voice chat real handy when you're in iRacing <laughs> honestly i there's I, I don't rage luckily i don't rage much and I, I try to be the nice guy in iRacing as much as i can but because you can't just mute on f1 because we're all in discord it's just constantly mm -hmm. on most of the time it's like sometimes you just can't call off guard it's like you just start <laughs> marcia starts going you're like oh everyone can hear this great <laughs> oh dang it something i really like on iRacing is 
um, as you're gridding up, so you've got like a minute or whatever until the race starts and you're gridding up and you're sat there and then about 30 seconds to go, the voice chat will start lighting up with people being like, hey guys, just remember, cold tires. Take it easy into turn one, guys. And then somebody else will be like, yeah, yeah, guys, no, nobody try and be a hero. And then somebody else will be like, yeah, guys, just remember, you can't you can't win it on lap one. And then guarantee at least <laughs> two of those like of eight them. people yeah. that were imparting their wisdom will be the ones that freaking bowling ball into you in the yeah. first corner. Our <laughs> racing is so good for that. I'm, I, I, I am that guy. I am like, guys, can we make it through turn one, please, alive? And they're like, what do you mean? You win the race in turn one. <laughs> and I just go, someone's <laughs> sending it. And you're like, oh, fantastic. Um, oh, man. But I love it. I, I, it's... It, Sim racing community is the best gaming community I've ever seen oh, so far. Yeah, confirmed. So for that, I I love it. So, so you mentioned earlier <clears throat> how you know p- interest in the F one game was kind of dying for a little while, and you know mm-hmm. we're we're still a little bit in that con- conflict zone where people are very frustrated with like the cheats and and things that are going on. Yeah. In your opinion, what do you think EA needs to do for the twenty twenty three game? In order to, I don't know if it's keep interest or restore faith yeah. or maybe both of them. What do you think they need to do in this new game? Okay. So I'm going to caveat my answer <laughs> straight away. Reason being is, um, one, I'm very close to EA. Um, and I'm also on the council, um, design council. So I actually help them. Okay. Sounds very Star Kind of put stuff. focus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know a lot of what's happening. Um, but it's hard for me to, because I don't want to say something. And everyone's like, ah, that's what's going to happen because right. they'll take word. We just, well, we just, we're just waiting for the clickbait here. Whatever you say, we're going to clip up. We're just going to share gonna, it. We're going to put it on Instagram reels, TikToks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying to avoid. Um, now, I think the the cheating aspect of it is something that needs to 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 get a pin on and they are working on it they they know about it they've you know they're doing yeah. research in it so for that i can respect but it's it's it is at a point where it's taking a, a heavy hit um on a lot of people racing um so it's one of the things that kind of stops me from just getting random people in anymore i need people that we that someone else can vouch for you, just to say yeah you need confidence that they're not cheating basically exactly. at this point and that's not something that's been in the league racing scene ever until this point so i think that's kind of hindered a lot of racing um and there's also some like because of it it's caused a lot of negativity from mm. like in the esports world as well there's there's a lot of backlash from some drivers when it's as i say somewhat undeserved because of of the whole thing so that's one aspect um but for for the future of the game as well um and one thing that i've always hammered on is i think when mm. we look at i racing and our acc we have now got lfm there is this Mm-hmm. grind there's there's a reason that you want to get on and grind or it's the same let's put it bluntly it's the same race over and over and over again every, every week but it's the grind to be the best and tr- the grind to try and gain more i rating improve your sr um and i think something like that would do very very well for the game um in, in future games so that's one thing and but I've always given it credit where it's due, especially for F1, in that it's graphically still one of the most brilliant games. Content-wise, it's got the mm. most out of any motorsport game. So The career like, is good. The career is brilliant, and I think they just need to start expanding on that, making more 
making it more customizable. I'd love to see them, you know, allow for more moderate like mods in the game to to customize yes. more and just kind of be free with it. Um, but like right now, I'm grinding out co-op with with, with Fabio every every week. I love the competitive nature of it. I love that you know we're fighting together, but at the same time, I'm getting mm. absolutely done dirty by the Ferraris ahead and I'm there thinking we need to make mm. our cars faster. So there's there's those aspects that I think if they just kept expanding on those, adding more features, um, make it more customizable, just kind of make it closer to it's essentially making a hybrid F one manager and and F one twenty two. Just that would be brilliant. That'd be very cool. Um, so yeah, so that's I had an idea for a feature, right? That I'd love mm. to get your your take on. Right, for F1 2023. This is what I think they should focus on. This should be the next big release um, for the game. So tell me what you think. I would like to be able to play as Martin Brundle on the Gridwalk. Like, okay. imagine okay. like he walks <laughs> through the grid, like GTA 5 style, and obviously bumping <laughs> into people. And then he has to like, you know, he has to go up and he has to get the the interview but then the bouncer will come in and he's got to like palm off the bouncer and yeah. get the question in before the next <laughs> bouncer comes in and then he has to go down and you know then he has to find Toto Wolf and he has to put the mic all the way up <laughs> to get to Toto Wolf and, and then like, Will Sports. Smith will be on the side and he's got to go over to Will Smith like that's what I want to see from the next game that'd be brilliant and that's like, be the be the uh, presenter that'd be interesting to be fair I, I, I can see where you're coming from with that <laughs> It's just like that was not the that was not the reaction I was expecting. Oh, that'd be great! Imagine <laughs> if you could do that. It would be it would be very you know if ah oh. you know what same thing. And if you had that as like a pre the pre event for mm. the the race, imagine you have to like interviews. You have to, you have to chase after Serena Williams. She's not interested <laughs> in talking to you. <laughs> oh, the memes! If only I just know there would be so many blockers to that. F one would be like, nope. F one, nope. Don't want that. No, it makes right. us look bad. Uh, but uh, imagine if they did content. I'll be content. I'll be hella funny for a while. That would be good, wouldn't it? Anyway, that was just just something I was thinking about for the game. I don't. I, I don't know if it will be this one or maybe the ne- or maybe next year, but maybe, maybe next it's, year. It's, I'm, 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 I'm holding out for it. Yeah, I reckon the devs are going to be listening to this, thinking, you know what? Yeah, yeah, we're going to do not that. Bad idea, <laughs> not bad idea at all. Get the cheat. Forget the anti cheat. We don't need that. Yeah, we need we need the grid walk, not the anti cheat, right? <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Oh, Priorities. Um, so here's a question, right? What do you play when you're not streaming? Flight, sim- Flight simulator. <laughs> no. Okay. You know what? A friend of mine has recently given me a VR headset. Um, and I've been on that a lot, and I've played. I've been playing a lot of Elite Dangerous. Um, oh, nice. nice! Love Big that. Fan. Um, I'm trying to get my flight sim to work better in VR because I. Oh my god! I sat. I, I put it on. Got it working. Sat on it, but there's a bug where it crashes out. If I Which VR out. headset do you use? Oculus Quest Two. Okay. Um, That's what we have it, in the office. Yeah, I've 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 got it very much optimized. But when I was sat there, had it on, and I'm like looking around, I'm thinking I'm actually in the cockpit. This is crazy. And I used like everything to start the plane. I've got taxing, and I was looking around. I'm like, this is actually nuts. Like, this it's is crazy. Very impressive. Yeah. Um, and I, I've used VR before, but it was you know Beat Saber or stuff uh-huh. like that. Nothing, nothing yeah. like in sim. I was on. I tried. 
10 minutes of ACC and VR. And I was like, I want to recite this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, it's so I, good. It's so good. No, I don't want to change this. Um, I, so I, I got tried... a Reverb G2 recently and really committed to trying to get it to optimize and all that stuff in all the games. Yeah. And now I can't race in triple screens anymore i have to be in vr because i'm like i'm in the car it's so much better (laughs) to be in the car like i'll be i'll be at the grid and i'll be like looking around the car inside like behind me and stuff it's so crazy i don't think what people realize as well is how close sim racing is to the real thing i mean with vr you've got it you're in the car then you've got your force feedback wheel i've got the v3 so i can feel the rumble as well so now you've got You've got full immersion. Let's say you get motion, emotion SM as well. At that point, right. it's like the only thing that you don't have is the danger of, of mm-hmm. being in the hospital when you crash out. That's right. it. But everything else, you're pretty much on the G forces as well. But everything yeah, but... else, you're pretty much feeling and you're getting a sense of. I reckon if I got a motion, um, a motion sim on, on my rig and then I put the, the, re, the, the, the next level racing feedback thing that they brought, I can't watch the HFA. Oh, yeah, I think it is. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I. I. There's like what. What? How far do you can you go after that? Right. <laughs> you're, you're in the car. You're feeling everything. And at that point, I'm kind of like, yeah. If I want to just go race around um, the the Nurburgring for a couple of hours, I'm just gonna do that. And I'd yeah. be so locked in. The only thing that would stop me from racing is the battery dying. <laughs> no, just plug it. it in. Just. Just. Uh... Just run a USB cable since you don't have to have to move. In it gives you about eight hours at most, and then it still needs charging. Unfortunately, but yeah, Yeah. I went with the. I had the Oculus Quest One for a long time, and I didn't like it because the screens aren't very high resolution, so you could like actually see the little teeny squares in the screen, and that drove me nuts. Yeah, but ever since I got the Reverb G Two, it's it's a different world in sim racing. It's with the mirrors the and like you can check your blind spot and just so many crazy things that you never think were valuable in sim racing, I'm it's gonna, completely changed it. You're gonna make me break my bank here. I'm gonna check how much because I was looking at it and then I got the question <laughs> and I was like, "This is fine." But go. the Reverb well, G2, the Rever- I'm looking at now. The Reverb G2, um, I got it off of eBay for like three fifty or something like that. What? Because there's there's a bunch of sites that'll do refurbished units and I mean yeah. they're just repaired but whatever but for three fifty I was yeah I was all in more like the HP refurb refurb <laughs> hey. I thing, think I might have to have a look at this <laughs> that thing changed everything for me because well you're wired in so it's you never worry about battery and then also mm. just the optimization like you can't see the pixels in it so that okay. the resolution is a lot higher and I love it. I'm gonna have a look at that now. I tried a lot this. of the uh, the new VR headset. So th- so I landed from Game Developers Conference in San Francisco this morning, uh, actually this afternoon, like three hours ago. Um, and when I was there, I got to test a lot of the new VR headsets coming out. And I think 2023 is going to be nice. the year okay, that so VR what? becomes everything that we have been hoping Wanted. it's going to be for oh, sim racing. So, so, so hold off is what you're saying. Pro was very good. Very. Yeah very like narrow very lightweight very like unobtrusive because we have the quest 2 in the office it's quite mm-hmm. bulky it kind of like almost like lean leans down a little bit because of the weight yeah uh the quest pro was completely different um and then there were some other like challenger brands that i hadn't seen before but they were incredible like really really like slim profile nice. almost like ski goggles but quite flat against your face that were just incredible and then some glasses like sunglasses but they uh like incredible so 
I think 2023, Exciting. start of 2024 is going to be the year okay. for VR. That's okay. my no. prediction based on what I saw last nice. week. Um, and for for sim racing, especially for longer races, because it's not like you know VR games where they're designed to last 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Like if you want to go and do a couple of hours of ACC, you, like the, the, the Quest 2, you're going to feel it after a while because it's going to be yeah. dragging down on your face. Um, and the other thing, I know, so I played on the Quest 2 uh, War Thunder. So I was in like an old Spitfire. <laughs> yeah. And A, felt sick as a dog because I was constantly looking over my shoulder whilst yeah. I was like flying around <laughs> and I was on my like spinny office chair. So the combination of the, the office chair spinning and the plane spinning and my head moving around. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is yeah. Every time I like whip my head around to look to look backwards, like the thing was flying off. So, uh, but yeah, I think... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'd hold off. I, I don't know. I don't want to say hold off and then nothing like of any right now. Like, right. <laughs> significance I'm like comes out because I'm like in that stage where I'm mm. like, oh, I love this, but I, I reckon in yeah. a couple of months I'd be like, okay, how far can we push this? Yeah, yeah. I'm in. The, I'm in the waiting I'm gonna... phase. The other thing is, that I think with a lot of these headsets, is you're going to need like the 5090 Ti to, to yeah. <laughs> like run them optimally. <laughs> okay. We'll we'll. Upgrades as well. Okay. Well, hopefully I need to talk to some company that's going to hand me a 5090 when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, with this sweet, sweet Nvidia. Red Bull money you can pay for all this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, right? all that Red Bull money. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh, so what's on the what's on the horizon, Doug? What's, what's coming up? Mm-hmm. Like what's, it feels like, you know, you've been talking about certain content ideas. You've got a list of things, this place, that place. Is, is it going to be a busy year for you? Yeah, it's going to be. Last year was, uh, towards the back end, got busier and busier and busier, um, especially with the esports. I was covering quite a bit, so I was, I was driving up and down the country quite a lot. Um, and this year, it's going to be the same thing, but flying a lot, I think. Ooh, and okay. I can't say too much on that one just yet, but I'm sure uh, I'm sure once it's, once it's announced, whoever is going to announce, whatever is going to be announced, um you'll you'll click on very quickly but yeah i think this right. year is going to be for me i think this year is going to be the best year of my entire life just overall okay wow and what's wow. possible yeah geez um, that's a big shout that's the yeah. title of the uh, episode <laughs> well any chance that you're gonna make it to sim racing expo 2023 i'm trying to go a lot of the careers are going i can tell you that now i think yeah. i'll be going um i'm trying to get uh red bull there as well but if they don't nice. want to go as a unit, then I'll, I'll still be going because a lot a lot of friends are going. So the likes of George, I don't see George going. I think George is going, but um, like a lot of the sim F1 creators are definitely going. I know that iRacing lot will all be going because they're there, ACC lot as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, for me, yes, I am going to be quite busy this year um, nice. covering Silverstone and I think a couple of other Grand Prix as well with Red Bull, just to show off their world, uh, which means... Last year, I got VIP treatment with work. And then this year, I've got paddock access with Red Bull, which is just crazy. Damn. <laughs> That's very amazing. Cool. Absolutely jealous. crazy. That's amazing. Um, so I think we'll be doing quite a lot of that. And then I've got uh, content ideas that I've shared that I want to do with Red Bull, which would be definitely unique to the industry. Nice. Um, both content <clears throat> creation and 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 f1 so if i can do that i think that that will i think that will go very very well and it'll head off but i can't i don't want to say just yet in case another right. team watches this i like we're gonna do that well, first in case so we that 
viewers and listeners can actually keep up with you? Where do you want them to go follow you and watch you on Twitch and all that stuff? Share your channels. So I stream most days on on Twitch as Dirk Chocolate and I'm on Instagram as well as Dirk Chocolate. It's not a lot. It's not the same name, which is annoying because someone else has got the same name. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But yeah, yeah the, um, the double K. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Dirk Chocolate on, on Twitch and Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, but I'm not as active. Uh, and I'm slowly starting to work on my YouTube again, but YouTube is Dirk underscore chocolate on Twitter as well. God, you're having it. You're having a handle nightmare here, man. Some some All people just like the name. Um, <laughs> now, well, I'll work. I don't. It's, you know, so far, it's not been a problem, so it's it's been alright. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm all Twitch. Twitch is my main thing. Twitch. If you want to see me singing the Spice Girls every now and then, whilst I'm doing a hundred percent sweaty fan. race, have you yeah. clipped it? Have you clipped the Spice oh, Girls? God, hope, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. That needs to stay like dead somewhere, just not be not being picked up. But um, yeah, let's begin. And I think the with the next game coming out soon, um, I will be covering a lot of that as well. I've got some, sure. some plans with EA. Exciting um, times for the release of that. So I'm gonna be busy. Well, I'm gonna be Grid busy. Grid needs uh needs some information on that. So give a give us some some info so we can get all of the leads started, secrets. listed, and everything. Uh, I'm not allowed. <laughs> I'm not even meant to know. Yeah, I'm not right, meant right to know. Now, just right a here on the podcast. With them. Yeah, just go ahead just... and introduce us to some of the people. Yeah, that we need no, to talk that's, to. that's fine. That's <laughs> absolutely fine. Person. I love it. <laughs> no i think i think with what we're doing um content career series obviously together with yeah. the f1 game i think you know for the guys that don't know we, we're we're building um a platform that a lot of a lot of leagues and a lot of drivers can use to find leagues because it's not the easiest place to do it my discord is spammed full of people going oh join this league but yeah. um with the central kind of place that you guys have built will be great and what you, you guys are building the system we're working to work together towards i think the next game will be be really good just an interactive aspect as well yeah. so there's a lot there's a lot going on in the background there that's is. for sure yes <clears throat> sir well we appreciate you coming on the show but uh yeah so follow dirk chocolate it's d-u-r-k it's just d-u-r-k dirk chocolate like the, like like dark chocolate but with, with, with the <laughs> play on the words yeah <laughs> so go follow him on twitch or instagram or like you said you're not as active on twitter but uh yeah that's content creator series is going to be a lot of fun so if anyone hasn't yes, checked that out it. quite yet please Go watch it. You it's will become so a fan instantaneously. Yeah. yeah. Sim racing often falls into the trap of taking itself a little too seriously. Mm -hmm. You will not get that with this series. <laughs> Pure fun. Pure the way fun. we line up to the grid, I think, makes a statement for the rest of the, of the race, actually. <laughs> with our 360s into the, uh, into the grid into the grid spot. Yeah. Uh, God. Huge well, fan. You, gotta, you make sure you're online, though, not like four inches to the right or left. Uh, right? You know what? Well, they've, been, they've been trying to see how far we can get it. You can get it pretty far out and not, and not get penalized. So, no. No, we don't stick to that rule either no nope, not at all okay, and the well. inter intermediate <clears throat> championships is also a thing on q1 gets yeah, it's so silly <laughs> <laughs> cool well that'll do it for this episode of the podcast but uh we appreciate you being here dirk and yeah, i'm nice. sure Thank we'll see we'll much. be talking to you a lot more and seeing a lot more like you said we're working together to to build the league manager of grid finder and, and yeah. get the creator series and stuff on there so 
Awesome. No, I appreciate awesome being here. It's been a, it's been really good chatting to, to both of you. Um, really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. And I'm looking forward to getting my shopping list of uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> flying sim equipment after this. Well, just drop me a line after this. We'll, I'll get you sorted. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you very much. Cheers for joining us. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. Goodbye. Welcome back. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode. Wow. The the most interesting thing for me personally, because, you know, for a while there, I was really trying to be a content creator and hearing how Red Bull lets him be him and the other creators just be freely creative is really, I guess, refreshing when mm. you think about it, because, you know, you think these big companies like Red Bull mm-hmm. would come in and be like, no, we want X, we want Y, we want Z well, they at this hour. They obviously <laughs> understand creativity. And they understand that you can't True. like put you can't put creativity in a box, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing that it. I took away from that uh, was uh, I am going to start uh, playing flight sims. Oh yes. Uh, so <laughs> I will be honest with you, flight sims. I do love them, but I specifically love the game Star Wars Squadrons because oh, well, nice. I'm a Star Wars fan and yeah, I'm in yeah, an yeah. X-wing, and it's just amazing. Have you got a joystick for that? I do not. I play in VR with a controller, okay. which is the most, uh, the strangest feeling way to play it. Yeah, yeah. But it's still fun. So I might actually be on the same uh, trek of getting new things well, and mounting them to my sim rig. As an as influencer, you. he has influenced us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he did. Not, so. But not for sim racing. <laughs> so if the brands want to sponsor him and want to find out if he's influencing people, there you go. He yeah, is definitely pushing listening. us. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, that was a that was a great episode. Hopefully, you all enjoyed that as well. Very very eye opening. We have a bunch of bunch of new guests coming this year. We have it scheduled out till I think June is or yeah June is what we were looking at. Mm. So lots and lots of guests this year. We appreciate you being here, watching or listening, whatever is your platform of choice. But if you're a driver out there and want to get involved in a couple more leagues, or you just need a change of day, go ahead and go to GridFinder.com to find any league simulator platform. Day of choice. It's all there for you. We have over 3,000 leagues now, so we are growing rapidly. And if you want to fill up your grids as a league owner, go ahead and list your league on there and hopefully help us get to more and more leagues so that we can you know, help as many drivers as possible out there. Of course, we'd always like to thank the sponsor, Track Racer. If you want to upgrade your sim rig, change something about your sim rig, go to trackracer.com for that. But other than that, thanks for being here, and that'll do it for this week. Goodbye. See you later.